<laughs> All right. Well, welcome to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series by JD Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And AJ is not with us yet. Hopefully she'll join us before we're done. Um, yeah, we lost Tara for two weeks and now we lost AJ. So, um, yeah, her, her, um, she is currently in a hospital waiting room. So hopefully she'll be back and ready to go soon. Yes. So, so yeah. So back. (laughs) Yes. Tara is back. So yay. So excited. Thanks for letting me take a couple weeks to do theater things. Yes, of course. We support. Things will probably continue to happen, but right now, we support our theater people. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about the theater last week. You did it. It was so nice. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So reviews. Yay! We're gonna review the reviews of Reunion. So, God, should we just get right to it? Because some of these are freaking hilarious. Sure. Do you want to like, do you want to take turns reading them? Yeah, we can do that. Let's go for it. All right. You got the first one? I will read the first one. All right. Here we go. This is a one star review, which I say with a question because (laughs) the review itself deserves negative 45 stars. It does indeed. I agree. So here we go. Another little free library find. In the first few pages, where there was some snarky dialogue, I had hopes that I'd found a new raft of thriller, a new raft of thriller mysteries in the offbeat vein of Stephanie Plum or Kinsey Milhorn. But my hopes were shattered as soon as the character of Rourke was introduced and plummeted even further after the first truly dreadful sex scene. The cardboard, unconvincing characters, detective cliches, and the futuristic setting, futuristic in quotes, which played no real role beyond window dressing and allowing society to get places more quickly, only made it all worse. It was something to read, so I finished it all the way to its anticlimactic and unsatisfying end. Never read anything else by this author. Never read anything else by this author. And won't again. Uh, well, okay. So first of all, you don't, if you've only read one book and you, you're jumping right into the middle, mm-hmm. how, uh, what do you know about the role that the futuristic setting plays? Right. I mean, really? This particular book maybe does not. It doesn't really focus on it, yeah. but that's, it's a series in, Yeah. The other thing is just in general, like, I know, I know that the the whole choice to like take a book or take a storyline out of a setting that we're comfortable with and we currently live in is a choice that, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a huge factor in the plot line. Right. Yes. There are books where, where this, this being a futuristic series is a huge deal. Right. Like, does every single book have to be, you know, like fantasy and death? You know what I'm saying? No, no. Yeah, you're right. If you've and- read more than one book in the series, you'll understand that <clears throat> this is this is not a world building book of the series. This no. Character building book. This is book, what, 15, 16? Cardboard characters. Yeah, fuck off. 
Um, also, um, you know me, I, I don't, I don't read as much as I, I'd like. Um, what is, what are they trying to say when they're like, this is a new raft of thriller mysteries in the offbeat vein of Stephanie Plum? So, Stephanie Plum doing that so offbeat. Stephanie Plum's a bumbling idiot, basically. So. I mean, I've never read any of, of Stephanie. Plum. Yeah, I've read a couple of them and I'm not a big fan. So, yeah. And I think that's kind of what she's looking for is kind of that, you know, just kind of goofy, silly, funny type thing where yeah. the Indus series is quite gritty. And it is. And but so I don't I don't see that she used this reviewer used the correct words that they meant to use. Yeah, I don't think so either. This that is not an offbeat thing. You know, no, that, no. That suggests unique. Yeah. Original. And I've never read those books, you know, by these other authors. So I, I don't know. But right. I, I've never heard that they are any of those things. Right. Yeah. You know, so again, that is me just just kind of going with the very little that I, I know. And they're popular. That's cool. But yeah. Again, I think that this this reviewer was like, I don't really know what words to use. So I'm going to go with those. But, um, yeah, and that, though I love that at the end where she's like, I've never read anything by this author, and I wonder if she's read Nora. Makes me wonder too. Yeah, every time I every time I read a review that says, um, "This is the first time I've read anything by this author," or "I'll never read anything by this author again," that they have like the the intelligence to check to see that that's actually Nora Roberts. Probably not. <laughs> More than likely. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. It just, it just, I, I don't understand reviews like this. I just don't. I it's like, not a real review. like why, People why don't have a review? Right. Yeah. So, ugh. all right, moving on. Next one. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I just closed it out. There we go. All right. One star. I don't get it. I was so excited to read a J.D. Robb book after hearing all the hype about them, but this was such a letdown. It's not that my tastes are too highbrow for a good old-fashioned detective book, seriously, and I love some L&O reruns. This was boring. I kept waiting to get pulled into the plot or at least some entertaining, sexy fun times with Eve Dallas's hot husband. Alas, I was bored the whole time. To be fair, I picked up a book from the middle of the series, so I'll give an earlier novel a try before I write them off for good. A fair warning, though, this book contains the line, come on, let's dance in a girl-on-girl fight, unironically. I, I mean, that's fair, I guess, that last line. But also, you kind of got to understand Eve, and I don't think that one book is enough to do that. I think that that's really the, the thing that's missing here. I appreciate what them saying, you know, I'm going to give an earlier novel a try. Yeah. Um, I honestly do I can't believe I'm saying this. I don't really have much of a problem with this review. Right. It's less about, I don't know, some of these reviews, I think that people spend a lot of time trying to just sound like they know so much, but right. really the whole thing was, is that they just, they weren't pulled into it. They were, right. and I yeah. think that that's a fair thing. Yeah. Because that's clearly not what they wanted. Right. Um. So I don't hate this review. Um. It's, I mean, it's a little rude. But it's not like, yeah, yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't know how you can be bored by work, but okay. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. But again, like I, I respect that if it was something that didn't pull you in, 
great. And I think that they do have a com- they do have a point about the the line. <laughs> yeah. But again, it in context of Eve Dallas. If you know this character mm-hmm. and you're not just reading this book and never having, you know, exactly. gotten to know her, you would know that yeah, it's maybe not unironic or maybe it's yeah, maybe it is unironic, but also it's something that Eve would say. A hundred percent. And yeah, yeah, that's that's really what it is. Um and she would say that to a guy. It's not about it being a girl on girl thing. Really would. In fact, I think she has. I she has. It's happened in the series. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not about it being a girl on girl thing. It's about it being that's just Eve. That's how she that's how she rolls. And, you know, so, uh, you know, if that's I mean, so I like I said, it's fair. But if you don't know the character, then I, I get it. But if you know the character, yeah, I mean, that's going to be what she does and what she says. And, you know, it's not like there's a lot of girl-on-girl fight scenes in the series. You know, as really we are. know we know Rourke would want them, but he doesn't get a whole lot of them. I mean, what, he's got Juliana Dunn and then what's-her-face, Renee Oberman. Yeah, sorry, Rourke. And, okay. you know. We're not here for you anyway. Yeah, nope, we're not at all. Uh, uh, well, some of us are. Well, in that regard, sure. <laughs> she could call on her phone. <laughs> AJ says she's about a half an hour away. Yay. Okay. <laughs> we are uh, we are on the second review. <laughs> we'll take our time in case, you know, she wants to be around for these tarot reviews. <laughs> she's like, I could call on my phone. <laughs> You can, she could call in if she wants if she wants i mean she's the one that has to edit it yep <laughs> i don't know what that's gonna sound like for her but right <laughs> there yeah i just sent her like you can call if you want okay this one uh, yeah this one oh cracks God, me this up one. so <laughs> on. this next review <laughs> I don't even know what some of these words are. I will I will try to use some voices and accents at some point this evening. Some of these I just <laughs> don't have that kind of emotional and mental ability because people want to throw fucking weird words in here. Yeah. Just to sound cool. Guess yeah, what? Basically. We're never gonna become famous by writing shitty reviews on Amazon. Bye. Um, <laughs> what really kind of cracks me up is that Google Docs has like so many things underlined as like grammar errors. Right. Google Docs <laughs> as, a hell out of you. As as they're as you know, they're calling out the spelling and punctuation errors that <laughs> is that is that AJ? Yeah, she's good. She said she was trying. So I thought I heard a, a ding dong, but I don't see her. I'll try. Oh, there, there we go. Hello. Are Hello. you there? Yay, she's there. <laughs> oh boy. Oh goodness. <laughs> I guess. What a day. Yeah. <laughs> But hey, it's over. All is well. Good. That is great to so, hear. Um, do I sound okay? Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, All you, right. you're the one that has to edit this. So, you know, that's what we said. We're like, <laughs> we're like, we can, she can call. She's the one that's got to edit it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a little extra like fun for the listeners. That's right. Us living <laughs> our lives. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. I'll just keep driving. You guys, you know, I'll interject when I need to. And sounds good. You guys go ahead. Perfect. So we are on two star reviews. So clearly okay. we have not gotten very far. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I was disappointed in this book, not for the story, which was great as usual, but for the number of spelling and punctuation errors and homophone twangles. <laughs> the last book had a number of homophone mix-ups too. It pains me to know now that my beloved Rob may be a great storyteller, but not a good English student. However, she has, I expect, paid help for just this sort of thing, and they, too, have fallen down on the job badly. Okay. And again, as we said, Google Docs is, like, red penning <laughs> the hell out of this review. So that's funny. Yeah. As she's calling out <laughs> the, the, the bad grammar and punctuation. Here's the thing. Is that this, this, it's, it's been a really long time since I've really been actually you know in like a writing class or something where someone was like i'm going to actually grade you and judge you on your your sentence structure and things like that but this is very poorly written it's oh yeah like you know no there are no crazy like run-on sentences or terrible grammar but it sounds terrible it's not easy to read However, comma, she has, comma, I expect, comma, paid help for just this sort of thing. And they, too, have fallen down on the job badly. Well, do- job badly. It's comma palooza. Yeah, it's just like, it, no, you are not incorrect. This sentence works, but it doesn't because I have to read it. Yeah, exactly. And it's terrible. And can we just talk about paid help? I mean, really? Yeah, that's like yeah. she. Who yeah, says that? Publishing from her basement, and like once a week, her, <laughs> her friend comes over and is like, "I'm just gonna do a, a you know, get my red pen out, do a little edit here, give you some. Uh, I'll give you a. Tw- I'll give you a twenty. Go buy yourself something pretty. Right, like come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the? What the fuck? Who says that? And that's what- hilarious. What what do you mean by homophone twangles? Yeah, I I'm you know, still like totally caught on that. Like, what the actual is that? What the fuck? What you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like I did like one of those Facebook um, quizzes where I need to find my like um, drag queen name or something. <laughs> homophone twangles. <laughs> The drag queens are so disappointed. <laughs> drag, drag queens, they're like, "Fuck this, girl! You could do better or, than that." Or it, be, or it could be like a country album, homophone <laughs> twangle. I don't know. That that would be a great country album. Absolutely, much better country <laughs> album. <than drag> yes, <laughs> that's. I mean, what is that? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so I'm just like hung up on it. Yeah, me too. Like, what does it, what does that mean? <laughs> Listeners, if you know what a homophone twangle is, please tell us because we, we're fucking clueless. I am really appreciative that you called it a homophone and not a homophone, which is what I think they're trying to say, but I don't know. 
<laughs> and the home phone. home twangles are like a, a, a family that do yodeling. <laughs> right? I mean, I feel like, totally. You know. You know, Absolutely. <laughs> every every day I wonder if I'm going to be baffled to the extreme where I'm, I'm almost incapable of speaking. And here it is. Here's the thing for today. But yeah. don't worry. I'm still, still capable of speaking. <laughs> what the hell? Come on. Come on. So ridiculous. Yeah. You can't read yet. So next until you come back. Okay. Okay. Two stars. I felt this book recycled material from some of the previous stories. We've already seen this storyline play out when, but hold on. We have, however, the parts that examined Eve's past were interesting and covered new material. Eve must go to Dallas to find clues on the killer and in the process face her past. Although there is no sex in this. What? What? There is no sex. There is no sex in this. What the fuck? There is no sex in this book. There is a really sweet moment between Eve and Rourke when they exchange their first anniversary gifts. We also meet. Yeah. We also get to sex in this book, guys. Didn't you read this review? What the? Did she read the? Did she read the clip notes? <laughs> we also get to meet Peabody's free-ager parents, which includes some interesting moments. For in-depth fans, Reunion and Death is a necessary read since, it's, since it moves Eve's personal story forward and we learn more about Peabody's background. If you're just if you uh, if you are just looking for a good crime drama story, though, this one is pretty mediocre. Uh, I have a real question. Um, in like the abridged versions, is that what they just cut out the sex? Is that how they become abridged or what? I can't imagine that even the abridged version would cut out the anniversary sex. Thank no, <laughs> I just, there's no sexy. What? There's no, what? <laughs> <laughs> what book what? did you read? I don't know, man. What book did you read? I, I don't know. What? And like, when did we see this storyline play out before? For real? Yeah, I I don't know. This this is no. Uh uh-uh. uh. This this would have been a prime moment to use those skills that I always request for in a review, where you give us an example. And right. This happened in this previous story, and we probably would have disagreed with you, but at least we would well, give you a little more credit. Right. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um. Uh, midnight. Yeah, but even that wasn't. Yeah, but that's it. Wasn't the same thing. <clears throat> no. So, I mean, that's I probably the that's like the only option we have there. Yeah, for it. sure. Maybe they read this book twice and they just didn't realize it. <laughs> they were looking for the sex. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Still couldn't find it. Nope. They, still not there. Still couldn't find it. Uh, didn't we say like this book had like a lot of sex in it? When we did our review, we were like, this book has a lot of sex in it. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. this person's like, all of them, it didn't have any sex. No, no sex at all. None. I don't know what book they wrote. Zip, <laughs> Zip zero nada. 
I'm torn between not believing that they read this book at all to believing they read it twice. I don't know. I, I mean, what are the yeah. two? I guess. I mean, I, I'm just, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I feel bad for you if you read this book twice and still couldn't find the sex. I just don't. I feel bad for you. <laughs> I, me too. Me too. <laughs> 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 there is no sex in this book. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm so confused. Crazy. Oh, good lord. How? How? Okay. Um. All right. Well, let's just read another one of these. <laughs> another brilliantly written review. Put it in the Hall of Fame. Two stars. Well, I thought this would be a great read, but not so great after all. It had two of the things I don't like in a book. Sex scenes and bad, bad language. <laughs> this author can <laughs> These two things spoiled them for me. If you don't mind this, then this is the book for you. This is a story and full of bad <laughs> Bad language. Bad. Bad, bad language. <laughs> Bad language and sex. <laughs> See, this person found the sex previous reviewer, and it's she does not like that in a book. No, but it was a she great story. Maybe she maybe she got triple the sex <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. maybe she read a book that had more sex in it than the one we read and the other person read the yeah. book that didn't have any that's what it is now we know what happened that's what happened it's yep. gotta be yep i, I just be. <laughs> bad bad language bad language yeah. <laughs> they say fuck a lot two of the things i don't like in a book why are you reading mm-hmm. any kind of fiction? Because what? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You're going to get bad language in any book. Especially because they go on to say that it's actually, uh, this is a great writer. And um, this right. is a story. What the fuck? I well, mean. I, maybe yeah. she's used to reading those Amish romances or something. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> It does sound terrible. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle that. I need I need people to say fuck. Yeah. I want to be able to relate to them. Um oh my gosh, my <laughs> my you guys, my mom said fuck today. I couldn't Uh-oh. believe it. I I had dinner with her and we're in the car and we're <laughs> we're behind this guy that's got a bumper sticker that says you're either you're either an American or or a Democrat or something yeah. like that. And my mom's like, oh, fuck off. And I was like, <laughs> yes, Marlene, did you just say fuck? She's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> She's like, no, I said F. I'm like, no, you didn't. You said fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. My mom does not say that word. So it was like one of those moments for me. I'm like, oh, I'm so proud. Good job, mom. <laughs> It is, it is a moment to be proud of. It's a moment to be celebrated. No, the first time I swore in front of my mother, she just laughed. Yeah. Oh, I swear. I swear in front of my parents all the time. I don't care. I'm 45 she was years so old. proud of me. And I was like, okay. Yeah. No, like, my, my, more than you knew. My mom does not swear. 20. 
Uh, not swear at all. Yeah, mine doesn't either. Yeah. So, yeah, for her to say that was a moment. I swear way more than my mother does, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. I swore in front of her. She was so proud of me. I think I swear more than both my parents combined. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. My father. I mean, for me, not, I don't know about you, but yeah, for me. <laughs> yeah. I do a lot of swearing. The end. That's the end. Yeah. I mean, we are. Yeah. I mean, I get real upset when books don't have bad, bad language. Yeah. Honestly. I want bad, bad language. I don't know how I read these fucking yeah. books. I want my characters to say fuck a lot. Like, that's just how I know that there's okay. someone that I would care about. Exactly. I just, no, I, I need, I need people who swear. The end. <laughs> 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 okay then moving on <laughs> makes me want to flip tables two stars these are all starting to be the exact same book with different titles no wonder Nora Roberts can chum them out so fast Eve hasn't shown any growth as a character and it continues to baffle me why anyone wants to spend time yeah. with her because she treats them all horribly. She's so self-centered. And for someone who is supposed to have so much empathy for the dead, she seems to have very little for the living. Rourke is written like a Mary Sue. There's nothing he can't do. He has no flaws. Um, that's not what a Mary Sue is, you dumb fuck. He's smarter, richer, and better looking than anyone. The only flaw I can see is that he married such a horrible woman who, do who doesn't appreciate anything. <laughs> Basically, the plot of every book is this. Dead body. Eve gets case. Case is tied to Rourke. Eve resents Rourke help, Rourke's help. They fight. They have sex. Rourke is more talented and smarter than anyone. Eve has flashback to her father, which Roberts always has to describe in way too much detail. Mira tries to be Eve's mother. Peabody kisses Eve's butt. Eve plans elaborate takedown of suspect. Rourke has to come along. Eve gets pissed. They have sex. Eve gets hurt, refuses medical treatment. Rourke forces forsaying blockers down her throat. Eve finally catches killer, but only with Rourke's help. Okay. I, I don't I don't even know I what mean, to say here. <laughs> he has he has zero flaws except for that little tiny problem we have with him killing multiple people and also <laughs> being a uh, a thief. You know. I mean, I mean, if you don't look at those flaws, he has none. Or the fact that, you know, he's a little controlling. He's a little, he, he's a little kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, you know, right. no, no flaws. No flaws. He loves to disregard yeah. things that Eve needs him to do. It's fine. Exactly. I mean, they literally had a, a, a fight in this book because he's too controlling and went to her boss over her head. But other than that, Oh, he's perfect. He's perfect. He's perfect. Well, yeah. and, and, and I just, I mean, again, <laughs> do you, this person, that's not what a Mary Sue is, you moron. Right. Like, yeah, I can't even, I just can't. Well, you know, when, now that you see that, well, he is kind of Mary Sue-ish, I guess, in a way, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> that is a really big bottle, Tara. <laughs> Sorry. Tara just brings out her bottle of sangria. It's like this 
ginormous like gallon jug. <laughs> she said, I-, I need a jug of sangria for this episode. <laughs> and it's almost empty. That's the best part. <laughs> Good for you, Tara. <laughs> i do what I can. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I think that's that- fine. I think that, like, again, this reviewer doesn't actually know how to say anything. No. 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 Just... Well, if we were going to give the definition of Mary Sue, what would it be? Um, It's basic. I, uh, Mary Sue is, uh, you know, uh, self-standing, basically. So are they... Right. So are they saying that Nora... Feels like she's Rourke. Right. I mean, if we go by that definition, then yeah, there's no way that Rourke could be a Mary Sue, but yeah. I mean, if she's saying that he's kind of the standard romance hero, then okay. Well, that has no flaws and that everyone falls in love with. Right. Right. But that's not, but that's not what a Mary Sue is. Right. Yeah. So. But yeah. maybe that's how these, that person thinks of a Mary Sue. I don't know. That's the only reason I can think of that they would say that. Well, they're dumb. So, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, that, you know, the definition of Mary Sue do- is like people who don't have flaws or whatever. I get that. But like, yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, <clears throat> also, I don't know. This person is, I, it, uh, this person feels like a very baseline reader that this is the review yeah. that they, that they get you know like they've if they think Rourke is a Mary Sue then they're not paying attention to Rourke to how like how complicated of a character he is and what there is to him right read more than this book and like then they can see if you've read this fucking series at all you can see that Rourke is yeah Rourke is really fucking good at a lot of things and he is better looking than anyone and has all the money guess what that happens to him in this series but he he is like jen said he can be controlling he can have a temper he can respond to things in a way that make you go that is not a perfect man and yet right i don't know this review just from the beginning is just like whenever people want to come at this series and say all these books are the same i'm so suspect like you didn't read these books you didn't read these books right not read them or you are not paying attention when you read them you're just like browsing through them not really paying attention because they're not i mean yeah there are there are things that we see a lot and this this kind of formula that you tried to write all cleverly at the end of your review which is terrible and has lots of terrible as pointed out by google grammar mistakes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I follow you I, I get that you're like you think that you understand what's going on but do you because I don't think you've read these books if if you say this I'm so confused yeah I, I, well I mean this does go to the the um, conversation that we had I think at one point where we were talking about somebody at my work talking about they don't like things that are patterned so they you know it's a, too much of a pattern. You know what's going to happen and all that, but it doesn't matter if it's a pattern. It's what you do with the pattern that that really right. counts, you know? Exactly. I mean, the history of detective it, novels is a pattern. Like, that's what it is. Right. 
so annoying. Yeah. And just yeah. yeah. Again, for me, I just feel like they're not they're not paying attention to the actual books when they're reading them. No. No. Or when they are reading, they're they're not like connecting anything. Like so they're just taking all all of the things that you know when Eve is being really not great to be around. It's like, oh no, everyone hates her. Can't believe people would be, want to be around this bitch. Right. Yeah. And right. Like, she hasn't shown any growth as a character. What what the fuck? I mean, yeah. It's just That's right in this book. And I again, it, this is my this is my Tin Man analogy. You know, a, a heart is judged not by how much you love others, but by how much others love you. Right. Essentially. Legit, like in this so. book, a woman who's never met Eve before comes in and goes, "This should be my daughter's. I'm giving it to you. I love what you've done for her, but I've actually known you for like 15 minutes. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. That right. is a that is a completely fair statement that you just made. Like, yeah, so all these people can see Eve as prickly and they know she is and you know, Peabody and Nira and and Somerset and they all have their own way of like appreciating and loving Eve. It's not Mira trying to be Eve's mother. It's Mira trying to care for this woman who did not receive the love she needed growing up. Peabody's not kissing right. Eve but She admires Eve and she respects her and she wants to be like her and learn from her, you know, like, and she doesn't mention Somerset, but like even Somerset, you watch him, especially if you pay attention to him, you can see how much mm-hmm. he has grown. Yeah. He goes from fucking right. the shit out of her to being like, okay, I tolerate this woman, but also I really actually understand what she's about. So yeah. right. you're not reading these books closely enough. Just stop reading them. Right. Read them. <laughs> Go read Twilight or um, something. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so is there any way we can take like maybe a 15 minute break? Absolutely. Yes. I'm home, so it'll take me about 15 minutes to do everything and then Get back on the call and that is fine. Sound normal. Yeah. So nope, that sounds great. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you had a long day. Man, let me tell you something. Can you hear me first of all? Yeah. Okay. They said, um, check in is at 7 a.m. <laughs> this oh, is a geez. long day. And the 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 hospital that they scheduled at was like half hour away. And my sister's half hour away from me. Oh my god. So that means okay, I have to get up at five in order to get out of the house in time to pick my sister up, then get to the hospital at seven. Oh. And um, so we got to the hospital and uh, they actually didn't take us back to start getting her prepped until like eight, eight thirty. Yeah. That's typical. That's yeah. And the procedure wasn't until 1030. Yeah. So then we sat there for another two hours and then they came in and the doctor's like, uh, okay, well, you know, there's, there's somebody else, you know, there's already a procedure going on. And so we just have to wait for that to finish and it's another 45 minutes. So it was like 12 before they actually took her back. 
Oh, you know. Yeah. And then when she came out and then here's the other thing. So I said, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go across the street. There's a Denny's. I'm going to have, you know, lunch and I'm going to, you know, do some work or read or whatever, you know, and then I'll come back. Well, when I came back, then the security guard wouldn't let me in. Oh, for God's sakes. He was like, well, did they contact you and tell her, tell you that she was out of surgery? And I said, no, but you have to wait till then. He's like, yeah, there's some, you know, picnic tables around, you know, you can wait at those. But it's California in the summer, so it's like 104 outside. Oh, my God. So I'm, like, sitting at these picnic tables, you know, like, yeah, craziness. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. I was going to ask if they were letting you be around for any of that, because I know that, like, you know, with COVID, they were, there's, like, special precautions. Right. But they, they, like they let you be there and then you stepped out for a minute and they're like, no, bye. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing was, so I was like, okay, then I have to wait for them to contact me, which they finally did after a couple hours, you know? Um, and so I went back up so I could go into the, to the hospital and there was a different security guard in and I had a name tag on cause they had already checked me in and everything. Yeah. And he saw my name tag and he went, Oh, you're okay. Go on. And I was like, oh, really? Because the other guy said I had to wait out there in the 104 degree temperature <laughs> while, no. while in the same place that I was waiting, a family was waiting for their loved one to find out what what would happen to them. And apparently their loved one died. So I had to sit there and watch these people grieve in front of me while I was oh, like, no. oh, it's trying to. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So it has been a day. What a day. I'm so sorry. That's Mm. awful. You know what? Uh, And here's the thing. I I was like, I was telling my sister, like, you know, it's a good thing that I kind of semi retired last Friday (laughs) so that I could take this day to do this and not have it be a hassle. Right. You know, (laughs) because I also had to take yesterday. Um, over at my mom's because Caitlin has something else to do. So I had to go over to my mom's and take care of my mom yesterday. So I was like, well, thank goodness for you. Today. Yeah, I know, How's right? For you? <laughs> <laughs> Semi non-permanent retirement is what's going on right now for me. <laughs> Semi-temporary. Semi-temporary? Yeah, something like it. that. So anyway, and I really appreciate you guys stepping in and doing the show without yeah. me. <laughs> you might listen to it and be like, uh, like, oh my God, they screwed the whole thing up. <laughs> I knew you guys wouldn't screw it up. So that's why I was like, yeah, go ahead and do it. It'll be a fun surprise for you to listen to later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The briefing room is all us talking about how orthodox are hot and <laughs> <laughs> well, me talking about how people are incapable of knowing how to answer the phone and be right that too no go ahead with the reviews okay Just amuse myself with my phone yeah. uh, all right i will right. read this next one that is long as fuck long as fuck yeah i mean we could skip it no that's you no that, no we need to read this one <laughs> okay <laughs> <clears throat> 
Okay, this one is a three star review. Yay. Yay. Okay, so three stars. I skipped this one when I read the series because I couldn't get it at the time. So reading this book was like going back in time in the series set in the future. Ha ha. And I gotta say, this is one of those series that gets better as it goes on. It's one where we have a lady poisoning rich old men. Slay the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) I love that gift. So great. She's maybe taking this a little too literally. Um, Eva's going to, don't worry, going to get her. Don't worry. She's a strong, powerful woman who is determined to kick this chick's ass because she's making it personal. And all the men in her life are completely supportive of Eve because they know she is smart, tough, and has what it takes to bring this evil woman down. They respect her skills, et cetera, et cetera. No, really, they're just hoping for a girl fight. <laughs> there is nothing that brings men together more than a cat fight. I mean, <laughs> hey, there's a chance that clothes will be torn off and the girls might get excited by their fighting and they may kiss. Really, men? This is what you think? I honestly don't know what why you've been in charge for so long. That's fair. That's kind of funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) When a man stands back and watches two women fight, it's with the cherished hope that clothes will be ripped off along the way. Oh, Rourke, I'm so disappointed in you. I don't know. I just thought you were better than this. So what men are saying is that when they fight, it is because they have they have legitimate reasons such as defending their woman or their honor but when women see men fighting we worry that someone might get hurt but when women fight it is because they are petty and jealous or fighting over a man but men see women fighting and they are hoping for a free peek at a boob well another thing that is going on is that peabody's parents come into town and for some reason they glob on eve as if she's their long lost daughter or something weird and creepy i mean they meet her and then peabody's mother basically invites herself to dinner at Eve's house. Then when the pushy parents show up to dinner, Peabody's mother manipulates Rourke into allowing them to stay at her house during their, their house during their visit. Talk about pushy. Even Rourke have a big house. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're obligated to be a free hotel for every friend of a friend who decides to visit New York. What the hell? This book also has Eve face her past as, as they need to travel to Dallas Although I feel bad for what happened to her, I didn't really catch the emotional feelings that were trying to be conveyed as she flashed back to her childhood. It's hard for me to believe that someone can be wide awake and get caught up in a memory to the point of starting to speak as a child. It was strange. Still a solid book in a series. And this is a fun series if you like murder mysteries. Uh, There's a lot to process there. There's a lot to unpack here. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so overwhelmed by this. (laughs) First of all, this whole point about, you know, I get her point about like, oh, you know, men just want to see clothes ripped off because that's what Rourke said. But as we know, Rourke is, you know, he's being sarcastic and jokey when he says this. Exactly. You know, I don't think he really thinks that, you know, he's only watching them fight because he wants to see a boob. Um, No. And it's not like he's never seen her boobs before. Right. Right. One thing well, I, I mean, before. they didn't he didn't see them in this book, apparently, because he did. They didn't have sex. No, didn't have sex. Right, yeah. right, right, right. No sex. See, one of the things I love about Rourke is when he will purposely say things that shit men will say. <laughs> not, right. I'm not saying that Rourke does not have his tendency to be one of those types of men because he's shit a, men say exactly. But he's he's just like he will literally say things that you're like, 
okay and you know he's joking if you fucking read this series close enough <laughs> you know like yeah. with at least 20 uh, percent of yourself paying attention and you know that this is just works personality he's gonna joke about shit like this i just exactly yeah because there are men out there who are shitty who will say this kind of thing and work will and actually about- mean it right doesn't mean it. Something like this, he's joking. Like, yeah, I can't think of a time where he's not joking. No, no, so annoyed. Not about stuff like that. No, no, it's always joking. So I mean, I get her point about Peabody's parents. They aren't kind of pushy. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Um, the point about Eve and Dallas and see, I I have such a hard time reading that scene. I don't know how that's not how you don't get emotional feelings from that. I mean, well, yeah, I have a heart. (laughs) Seriously. uh, Maybe not. Maybe she doesn't. I'm sure she does somewhere in there. Um, So, so this is, um, obviously we don't know. Nora is an incredibly talented writer and she's done lots of research. She's written a lot of books She's created a lot of characters. Mm-hmm. If this is how she has chosen to portray this character dealing with their trauma, what what kind of person are you that's going to come for that? Like, you know, yeah. any person, you know, everyone deals with their trauma differently. Every single mm-hmm. person. Right. Is how Nora, who I hope has not dealt with similar trauma, has decided that this character deals with it because that is the story she's choosing to tell. And that keeps it very in the forefront for us as people who are reading about this very strong, very intelligent woman who has has had this past that gives her these moments that could be perceived as weak, could be perceived as childish. And honestly, it's just another person dealing with trauma. And I don't say just in a it's nothing. It's just that's what it is. The Mm -hmm. end. Simple as that. Right. If you are not saying, I don't love that she turns into this when she flashes back to her childhood and it doesn't feel like it makes sense to me. Are you the kind of person that I want to be friends with? Like, yeah. And here's the thing that is a real thing, right? Regressing because of trauma is a thing. That's what I was going to say. Like, before you write this down, why don't you go online and and see if that's something that actually happens in real life? Because it does. I mean, like, even if this reviewer may have dealt with similar trauma, um, I've dealt with very similar trauma, and that is not how I deal with it. But that doesn't mean that Eve, yes, she's a fictional character. I'm get, I get it. I get it. I get it. Does not mean that this is invalid, and she's invalidating the type of emotional response a person would have by creating something for this fictional character to go through this is part of her storytelling process coming in and and being like in a in a way basically accusing the storyteller i don't think that's a direct accusation so i don't want to say that but like coming in and being like "Mm, this just isn't believable to me about how someone deals with trauma is real gross and if I were friends with this person, I would not want to be friends with them anymore. <laughs> I knew that. Like that they would not even that that's how they feel because, you know, I get it. Sometimes people just don't feel this type of connection, but putting it out into the world, being like, I don't think that this trauma, this way that they deal with trauma is cool. I don't yeah. believe them. Like, ew, that's what it, that's what it feels like to me. Yep. Nope. 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 Being all judgy about something that you clearly know nothing about. Yeah. 
and you don't, you don't have to relate to it. You don't have to know anything about it, but you also don't get to judge it and you don't get to be like, mm, I don't believe that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. <laughs> Sorry. That just like, that sets me off. Yeah, no. I learned today that, you know, most of the things that set me off are pretty serious and things like this, but also it's when people don't want to fucking answer the phone. So, you know, I, I have all kinds of levels here. <laughs> Get ready for that briefing room, AJ. Oh, okay. It's an epic <laughs> rant, let me tell you. Jesus Christ, <laughs> That's what I said to my boss today. I just kind of sat back and let her go. Me off, and I don't That's all know. you can do. That's all you can do. Yeah. She's not happy. Right. So, and it was great. All right. So moving on. <laughs> back to reviews. AJ, do you want to read one? Yeah, you haven't read one yet. I haven't. So this one's you. Uh, okay. Three stars. Eve, Dallas, and Rourke are always fun to read about, whether solving crimes, bantering back and forth, or engaging in hot sex, <laughs> which didn't happen in this book. It didn't happen but, in this book. I don't know what uh, they're talking about. Moving on. So the plot and the ending are fairly absurd, but oh well. <laughs> Spoiler alert ahead. A woman who everyone knows about is running around killing people with poison and no one can find her to stop her. I mean, Eve eventually does, but the ending is laughably ridiculous. The bad woman who poisons everyone tries to poison Rourke, who knows what's coming. She infiltrates a party thrown by Rourke where everyone is looking for her. Finally, instead of Eve zapping her, Eve challenges challenges her to a one-on-one come on man that's junior high school stuff yeah entertaining but so unrealistic that it takes a lot of the fun out of it for me still i'll read more about eve and rourke the good way outweighs the bad i don't know what that means rob writes about relationships among all her main characters better than any other author I've read, not only in crime fiction, but in all her other genres as well. She's a five-star writer, but I gotta knock her for her unrealistic plot and ending. (laughs) So I'm not going to lie. I did have that thought reading this again. And I've had it before that I, that how does nobody know where this woman is? Like everybody's looking for her, her face is everywhere. And I know they kept saying, well, she blends, she blends, but really, come on. (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty common thing that, that she does in this series is she, she does a lot of hiding her, her villain (laughs) because Clearly, because this is a futuristic series, so we need to talk about how things are different in the future. There are really good disguise options. You can do like yeah, and clay and yeah, and but she really yeah. didn't. She would change her she hair. I don't know what the fuck was up with her. I think that yeah, she just um, changed her hair every now and then. But I, you know, I yeah, I did have that thought. The other, I actually had the thought in Seduction, last book. Where, you know, Rook and Peabody were doing the whole, like, picnic in the park thing. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, Rourke is a guy that's going to have paparazzi on his ass all the damn time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's that, gonna be- yes, I understand. So, yeah. like, how do you not, how did he not have, you know, oh, here's Rourke, you know, taking his wife's partner out for a romantic uh, picnic. <laughs> 
Are we not? Are we not concerned about that? Are we not going to talk about this? What? What the hell? <laughs> well, you know, I I guess this didn't really bother me because I felt like I I don't see that that is unrealistic though that they they knew oh, who no. she was but couldn't find her because um she'd already well, killed the first guy. I just yeah. I think it's funny that it's it's not until this final party that you know she's at that people are actively looking for her and know what to look for right right i mean they're actively looking for her before but where is she i mean she's in new york there's like yeah millions and millions of people in new york and um you know you don't know who she's gonna hit right because she is actively avoiding people she's really she's very smart you know like sure we've shown photos of this girl to her other cops but like if she walks by baxter just the right way and avoids like him getting to see her and he doesn't know her like eve does which he doesn't right there's right there's a big chance that she's because she has managed to have this advantage of being someone who blends but also she's smart right right i mean i I agree i just like like jen says i get what they're saying but at the same time i'm like but we're we're using this to also like show how smart she is right yeah so absolutely i just i i just it's one of those things that kind of gets you a chuckle that's all i didn't find it and you know i mean i love the bonkers endings as you know i mean yeah oh me too sending also me too in response to that statement of Eve being like, of Eve not just like stunning her and being like, you're under arrest, that's Eve. Eve is a person that is just like, I fucking have to have this. Yeah. I have to have this physical stand down. And there mm-hmm. was no, there was no, really, would, who would have been happy with an ending where he was like, all right, you know. I'm stunned. You're under arrest. (laughs) Yeah. Then we'd read a lot of reviews that are like, well, that was anticlimactic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Reviews in here that said this was anticlimactic. And I was like, um, okay. I'm not sure what you (laughs) did to happen. These are, these are, you know, the people who say that are the same people who are obsessed with like everyone getting hurt or like in bad situations. And they're like, you know, probably expecting her to have poisoned Rourke first and then Eve to, have some big like showdown or something. And I'm like, Rourke's not gonna let this bitch poison her. Right. Hell, you know. No, yeah. No, but that's exactly. that's like that's probably the type of shit that they're looking for when they're saying this book isn't is anticlimactic. But also, I mean, to sit there and go, this, you know, futuristic set in the future fiction story that I'm reading, I'm really disappointed it's not more uh realistic. realistic. Yeah. Like, yes. Really? We're stop reading fiction. Go away. <laughs> fiction doesn't need you. <laughs> fiction doesn't need you. Damn it. Go away. I this is the one of those things that I'm like really curious. I should have looked. What what other books has this person read that she's given a, a good rate? I mean, if this person is fucking given Harry Potter a, a five-star review and they comes here and says, Well, this was unrealistic, you know, not that I, you know. Harry right. Potter deserves not the five realistic. star review, but it's also not, <laughs> not realistic. Really. And yeah. you're like, well, you know, I mean, I don't know. It just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what, what fiction are you reading that is realistic? Stop reading that. That's right. Yeah. It's <laughs> fiction. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. That's literally what it's called. Fiction. 
uh, they read Abraham Lincoln zombie killer because Abraham Lincoln was actually a real person. Okay. <laughs> Everything makes sense, obviously. <laughs> hey, that's a great book. <laughs> vampire Slayer, whatever it was, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, yeah, Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Or no, no, it was zombies, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember something like that, but it's, you know. I don't. It was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That's what yes, it was. yeah. That you're right. Which was again fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never read this, but I probably should because Pride Prejudice, especially Pride Prejudice and Zombies, is fantastic. It's so great. <laughs> I love I it. I own that. I haven't read it yet. It's I so great. Too. It's literally Pride and Prejudice, just everybody's zombies. It's great. <laughs> you, you have to read it. It's so great. I've heard it's fantastic. I, I love it. Yeah. I, I, and I don't like zombies, but this book is awesome. I don't either. I'm not really a zombie person, but I will tell you, I will watch Shaun of the Dead any time of the year. Oh, hell yes. That yeah. is the greatest zombie movie. But I like zombies. Just personally. that. <laughs> you're allowed yeah. to. Oh, yeah. You, you're you like all into Walking Dead and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. yeah, I can't do Walking Dead. <laughs> but All right. So I guess we'll I get it. We'll do the next one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's not a three star. It's not very great. So whatever. But three stars, something better. This dwelled a lot on Eve's past, which is a challenging part of the previous books for me. I like to follow up with one of Eve's old cases. It was a fun face off. One thing that gets me, Rourke misspelled. So I'm not sure who this guy is. Says some weird shit during sex scenes, and I wish he would just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Rourke uh, is, R-O-U-R-K-E. Um, so maybe <laughs> from a different book because there's no sex in this book. I mean, I feel like a lot of people say some weird stuff during sex and, you know, how, why judge them for that? Right? You know, I mean... Are I, you saying that everything you say during sex, writer, that <laughs> is not weird? Maybe they don't talk during sex that's also some weird. people don't and that's fine but you know i don't know what she feels like is weird during you know what what could he say that's weird during sex i don't know but I it's mean, what, it's not just weird it's weird shit aj like it's not it's know. really weird shit you know he does say mine a lot he says uh some irish phrases right um Why yeah i don't know what weird shit he's saying it's during just a sex. very random review i'm like i mean at least she found the sex scenes i, I guess yeah, i could say that. i mean <laughs> she doesn't know how to spell rourke which doesn't know how to spell rourke though me off. yeah but yeah sorry rourke says weird shit during sex jen you want to read the next one yep i'm all over it <laughs> <laughs> You look all like you're all over. I mean, I could do it. if you. No, I got it. I got it. My brain is just. Bleh. All right. Three stars. Could have been so good. Eve going to Dallas spoiled it. Mira is kind of annoying. She adds nothing to the mystery. Her analysis is our banal. They are nowhere near where a globally respected psychiatrist should be. <laughs> the author seems to revel in rape sometimes. We'll continue. <laughs> imagine it's, writing that review and then the the last part of your review is we'll continue like we'll, <laughs> why 
Why are you continuing? Why does Vera need to add anything to the mystery? That is not her job. She is not the murderer. Yeah, no, she's the murderer not. Murderer is the one that adds to the mystery. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, people are so just, like, yeah, judgy. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. And like, how do you know where a globally respected psychiatrist analysis should be? Like, are you a globally respected psychologist? Um, very doubtful. Uh, I've, yeah, yeah. Pretty doubtful, right? Let's probably not. Let's consult the magic eight ball. Very <laughs> doubtful. Very doubtful. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, sure. If you say so. Yeah, I don't. Uh, leave Mira alone. What does she do leave to you? Mira alone. She's a perfectly nice woman, and you're like crapping all over and i'm not also, i don't understand is this is the book where you find mira annoying like <laughs> right like mira definitely has some points later on in the series where you're like okay stop but i i see where you're coming from you're cool but stop this is not a book where mira is annoying i think she's perfectly lovely in this book oh yeah yeah agreed what the hell <laughs> uh oh, yeah. should i read read this next one yeah go for it three stars i find this series hard to rate i enjoy the stories but every one of them is a real mixed bag some excellent stuff and some absolute cringe making twaddle <laughs> twaddle <laughs> cringe making twaddle i mean I mean, you know, some of these people in their words, you missed the whole discussion about in the, <laughs> what was it? The second review about, <laughs> oh no, you were here for it. Or the homophone twangles, homophone twangles. Yeah. I mean, wh- where are these that very famous these uh, bluegrass band? Right. Right. Yes. I mean, where are these people coming up with these words? I don't know, but they need I, to get the fuck off of Amazon and Goodreads or whatever the fuck they're posting. This shit. I, I, I honestly, I feel like this review is cringe-making twaddle. Yeah, same. It's it's among <laughs> several other pieces of cringe-making twaddle in this review. <laughs> agreed. Jesus, criminy. Uh, agreed. I, I can't decide if the name of this episode is going to be homophone twangles or cringe-making twaddle. <laughs> Episode, one choosing, of the two. episode title is the greatest part of that podcast. <laughs> Cringe making homophone twangle twaddle. <laughs> twangle twaddle. Twangle twaddle. No one knows what any of that means. Get out. Uh, anyway. You know how you don't earn respect as a reviewer? You making up fucking words. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> okay, I'll read this one. Go for it. <laughs> Three stars. Reread. I have to keep downgrading these a star or two from my original because I find myself turned off by Rourke just pushing himself all into Eve's work. And then it's her that's stupid. I just don't think the balance of power is even enough for me now that I'm older. She's so tough and strong, but Rourke always gets his way. Um, Disagree. Does he? No. Disagree. He doesn't. He tries to get his way. 
Yeah. But he doesn't. No. So I don't know why that's a bad thing. Uh, Everybody tries to get their own way. Yes. The world works. Yes. 100%. Again, like, okay. The statement of being like, I find myself turned off by Rourke just pushing himself into all of Eve's work. Like... It doesn't happen that often. It doesn't. It doesn't. And also, like, a lot of the times, I mean, fo- following the, the trajectory of the storyline, what do you expect him to do in this story? You right. expect him to just be like, well, I'm not a cop. I'm just going to sit over here and buy shit because I'm a gazillionaire. Right. Like, this, this is such, yes, it's shitty that he goes to Whitney in this book. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's it that is what happens we we get mad about that we get mad at Rourke for that like it's it's a real thing that we that happens in this book um he does not really get his way no. you know we're all they're all working together to make this happen because i don't know this woman wants to murder him yeah so stupid yeah. i feel like the only time Rourke gets does shit like that which no not okay we talked about that on the review episode it's not okay uh, but when he does this, it's because it's personal. He doesn't do right. this in the general run of things. He doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, every case go to Whitney and say, oh, I think Eve needs to do this. He does it when he's worried about her yeah. or when he's a target or, you know, like he did it with he did it with Ricker and now mm-hmm. he did it with Juliana Dunn. I mean, those are the only two times that I can think of that he ever does it. Yeah, but also usually Eve brings him in. He yeah, doesn't Eve push himself him in. in. Or yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, those were his employees or people he knew or right. whatever. But here's the thing: we've established early on that Rourke owns a lot of shit. He knows a lot of people. He's a very uh-huh. important guy. And guess what? A motive for murder is jealousy, yeah. right? You know, yeah. like what? I don't know, man. Rourke does not always do <laughs> his way. No. In fact, nope. Works working extra hard and not sleeping as much as he should, even though he's superhuman, because he's helping Eve be a like an effective cop and do things that keep the city safe. Sorry that Rourke is helping. Yeah, right. <laughs> do we want books where Rourke isn't helping? No, no, I don't. He can, but we can help without getting his way all the time. Um. Okay. Well, guess what? That happened. <laughs> That happens all the time, but okay. The series, um, maybe you haven't, or you thought you did, and there wasn't any sex, and you were very confused. But (laughs) that happens in this series. There was bad, bad language. Bad, bad language. And sex, even though there wasn't sex. No sex. Like I don't understand, guys. Don't understand. (laughs) Can I, I read the next understand. review too? Yes, yeah. you may. Because it's my favorite. <laughs> Four stars. Somewhat entertaining. That's it. That's what we mean. In all caps. In all caps. Somewhat, Somewhat entertaining. entertaining. Uh, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> right? Why? This book is somewhat entertaining. <laughs> And that's a four-star <laughs> review. <laughs> Hi, this person's really easy to please. I just uh, somewhat entertaining. Four stars. Somewhat. <laughs> somewhat. Entertaining. Somewhat entertaining. Four stars. Like I feel like they didn't give a shit. 
<laughs> I mean, you like pick up a or, book and you're like, reunion and death. Or the type of books they read are so horrible that this one was somewhat entertaining. That like, thank God, somewhat entertaining. Four stars. <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> somewhat entertaining somewhat entertaining maybe that should be the uh, title of the show <laughs> the title of the show somewhat, somewhat entertaining <laughs> absolutely uh, we are somewhat entertaining yeah somewhat. somewhat four stars four stars so four stars somewhat entertaining and you you could also give us four stars if you go to any of your podcast platforms and review this show right. and give it a four star rating or a five star rating and we would really appreciate it if you think we're actually entertaining instead of somewhat entertaining give us five give us five yeah and 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 say actually entertaining but all in caps actually entertaining actually entertaining five stars absolutely I honestly, God would 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 give a mug to the person. I with would die. Logo on it if they did that. <laughs> oh my goodness! <sighs> All right. Say hi. All right. Hi, Baxter. Baxter's here. Hi, Baxter. They really miss me. They missed you. Baxter, <laughs> you're fine because you're very cute. We definitely. Baxter is very cute. I feel like he's muffling your microphone or maybe he's just muffling your he's like no yeah. i'm right here he's pouring into the microphone he wants you to hear him so all right all right we got some five star reviews yay here we go some five stars one of you want to raise one um i can do it if you want you want it all right yeah i'll do it. five stars 14 books in and i am still loving everything about this series I love that Rourke and Eve feel so real to me. Their love, their lives, and all of the challenges they face. I love each of the side characters and how they are developing. Peabody is my favorite right now. The ebb and flow of her and Eve's relationship is just perfect. She is funny and sweet. Feeney, McNabb, Mira, Somerset, and Whitney continue to shine as well. I love that with each book there is no need for some big revelation or a twist in the plot to keep me engaged the writing is fabulous and i love that even after 15 books jd rob has me wanting more many more in reunion and death someone from eve's past has come to wage war with her it would be more than one death that has eve and her team tracking down someone who won't stop until eve has paid but this case would bring eve back to her nightmare a place in her past that she is uncertain she can face there is no doubt of the depth of rourke's love for eve he simply cherishes her in this one, Rourke can feel Eve's pain to his center. It is hard for him to watch her go through what she does. It's hard for me to read it. Her story brought me to tears. But Eve is so strong. She is strong enough to show him her raw emotions and strong enough to say the words that make him love her more than he thought possible. Eve may have been broken once, but with Rourke by her side, never will she be again. I'm not sure how long it will take me to reach the end of this series. And quite honestly, I hope it takes me a while. I love these two, Rourke and Eve. Well, 
that's quite <laughs> that is quite the, the review, review. <laughs> which is why i loved it and it's had to great. yeah I mean, it's fantastic it's got everything it's almost it's poetic it, it, yeah <laughs> lovely like mix of of telling us what happens in the book without mm-hmm. spoiling much and yep. also like really paying honest tribute to just how much this right this reviewer likes the story mm-hmm. like even rourke loves what jd rob has done um mm-hmm. and i just think that that's really nice because that's why we read these books anyway yeah. you know yeah yeah characters we love these characters 100 can, can step out of whatever the fuck we're dealing with in real life to appreciate that you know there's some shit going on for other people and that's fine we can read this now you know? <laughs> it's nice. yeah i don't know i really this this is a really nice five-star review is 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 it terribly in-depth no but it's the kind of thing that kind of helps people make a decision on whether or not they want to read something i think if i read a review like this i'd be like all right all right it it really has everything you would want in a review in a review yeah except praise for susan erickson and that's the only other thing that i would want in a review but i would maybe she didn't listen to it and just well that's true hello people do that (laughs) what (laughs) what (laughs) dare they i'm not the only one that just reads the books and doesn't listen to the well it's okay because i of course you know had to include this next review i know i saw that for susan erickson so (laughs) we'll get it with the next review it's fine all right five stars with each book i'm loving this series more and more but so far this book is my most favorite in the series it was so emotional so raw i felt even Rourke's joy and sorrow eve faced her past and as always Rourke was with her people who read it will understand me but that scene made me cry like a river but also another scene made me cry too but thank god it was because of the happiness their first anniversary as a married couple they gave their gifts to each other, and ugh, that moment was so special and so thoughtful. They know each other so very well. Uh, anyway, don't mind me, please. <laughs> I'm just obsessed with this series, and I'm seriously in love with Even Rourke. P.S. I listened to the audiobook version, and it was so freaking good. Susan Erickson is bloody awesome. Yes, she is. Yes. <laughs> yep. There you 100%. go. 100%. And I just want to give props to you. As an audiobook listener, you spelled work correctly. Nice job. Yeah. Because it's not hard to find that out. I know. <laughs> Truth. I don't know if you knew that, but <coughs> like the internet exists. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Also, also exists the book with the correct well, the, spelling. The book, and you know, these people join these groups, and they still spell it wrong constantly. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you can see how it's supposed to be spelled. It's right in front of you. So. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Jesus. But anyways, yes, lovely review. <laughs> it really was a lovely review. It was cute. Review. Uh, don't mind me, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, then you'll know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to get into it. It's cute. I mean, well, I get that. I like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. I'm going to. This is the last one, right? Yep. Yep. This is the last one. If you promise voices or accents, do we have a request? <laughs> um, 
no. it's so hard because you know this you can't read this as a karen or you know because no you no, it's, it's a great karen. review so yeah it's a good one um i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna do it as me sorry yes. i'm great you are great you are. as you times to you your use your voice tara here it is okay this is a five-star review <laughs> Another incredible book from the In-Death series. Freaking loved everything about it. Although I cannot believe that everything in the series so far has happened in just one year. They must be wiped out. The truth. truth. True story. The killer this time around was a woman who Eve had already put in prison years before and was stupidly released because she convinced the system that she was reformed. It's a fantastic storyline. Things I loved. Eve kicking arse, as always. The fight scene at the end was amazing. Seeing so much of Rourke. He's so dreamy and infuriating to Eve. I mean, yeah. Watching Rourke be there for Eve, supporting her when she went back to Dallas and relived her past. Even though it destroyed him to see her in so much pain. Peabody growing so comfortable with Eve and winding her up at every possible opportunity. Peabody becoming an incredible cop herself. McNabb and Peabody are life. Anyone else love Dr. Mira too? She's so kind and wonderful. I laughed out loud too many times to count. My heart was completely broken when Eve's memories came back to her. The horrors she suffered as a child are unimaginable. But they are going from strength to strength and I can't get enough of them. 14 down and only 38 to go. Lovely review. Yes. Yes. That's a great word for that. Yes. It's a very wholesome, lovely review. Yeah. McNabb and Peabody are life. I love it. <laughs> McNabb and Peabody are life. They are. They're, they're so yeah. delightful. I, they're especially delightful in this book, I think. Yes. Um, we yeah. ship it. We ship it hard. And I, you know, I love her saying that, you know, Peabody growing up so comfortable, growing so comfortable with Eve and winding her up at every <laughs> possible opportunity. Because yeah. that's it's so fun. It's so it's fun. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah. This is Love this it. book is quietly a Peabody ass kicking book that we don't it really is. Yeah. The focus can't be there. And it's not it's not like a, a shaft on anyone. It's just the focus cannot be on how kick ass she is in this book because yeah. there's so much else going on. Right. But yeah, kick ass. Yeah. yeah. So great. Yeah. I like how this reviewer was like Eve's and I was like, aw. Yeah, they don't yeah. let you swear where you type. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. just trying to be polite. You trying to be polite for people who don't like to read books with I sex. Don't words. like so many bad words. Yeah. Bad, bad words. Yeah, bad, like, or can't find the sex for some reason. Can't find the sex. <laughs> you know, somebody had ripped those pages out of her book. Where is the I sex? I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm still, I'm still baffled. I yeah, yeah me too. Hundred percent. I don't know. <laughs> I I I can't literally do not know. Yeah. <sighs> Man. So all right, <laughs> that's it for the for the reviews. Yeah. And some of those were fantastic. I they were some of those reviews. Those were yeah, they were great. Mm, amazing. So for podcast uh, uh, business, um, we got a couple of e- emails this yep. week. 
So I just thought I'd share them with you guys. Um, This first one is from Angela. And she says, I started reading the series in 95 and pre-ordered. Oh, this is about episode 43 and the Blue Lady covers, by the way. Um, She says, I started reading the series in 95 and pre-ordered all but the first from the bookstore. None of my Blue Lady covers have a white background. Hmm. Um, In the late 90s, I would loan the books out one at a time to co-workers. I lost Rapture and Death, Blue Lady cover, when the co-worker who was borrowing it died in her sleep while reading it. I thought it would be a little inappropriate to ask her family if the book was by her bedside. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't laugh at that, but I'm sorry. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Yeah, that's just one of those that you just have to yeah let that one go. Let that one go. Yep, for sure. <laughs> I'm so sorry about your mother or aunt. Um, yeah, but, coworker but was my. Could you give me my book back? She Can had I get it. My book back? She was reading it. Can I get it? Back? <laughs> uh, oh man, yeah, yeah that would have been inappropriate. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this next one, I'm sure she meant to say Tara too, but I, I think this was about, it was about the legacy. I was not part of that. So they didn't need to say me. Okay. I don't know about this episode. It's okay. This is Janet. And she says, hi, Jen and AJ, just listen to your podcast about legacy. I enjoyed the book. And yes, like you pretty much figured out who the bad guy was pretty quick. Your question about the name Raylan. I remember watching a Facebook, yes, uh, Facebook (laughs) video that Laura and Nora did, maybe last fall, in that they were asked about what shows they were watching, and Nora stated that she was watching Justified. So I guess that may be where the name came up. The character development was so fun to explore in her writing. The scene in Legacy where Phineas's brother was being born, so great. Anyway, thanks for the podcast. You three are fun to listen to. I find myself responding to your comments a lot. Glad there is no one here to call me crazy. <laughs> Especially the review, the reviews. So funny. <laughs> Have a great summer. Hey, maybe I'll call the number. We hope yes, you do, Janet. Janet. Please do. Call the number, please. Call the number, please. 205-476-2753. Just call that number. Um, So this next one is from Justine Hopper. And Justine is the one where we we played her her call. She called the number and we played hers last time. Yep. So Justine says, I love and read as frequently the Harry Potter books as I do the in-depth books. I was just reading... Harry Potter book three, Prisoner of Azkaban. And thinking about which Hogwarts houses the in-death characters would be in if they went to Hogwarts. In 2061, it would probably still be there. Even if you don't think it's a good topic, I'm curious what you think if you have read the series. If Eve had a letter at 11, knowing the uh, health, health, yeah, I'm not sure what I that looks like it's probably a typo. I'm not sure what the word's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be. Um, so knowing the system that Eve was in, essentially, probably not. She should be in Gryffindor. 
Rourke in Ravenclaw, Patrick Rourke and Eve's parents in Slytherin. Okay, hold on. <laughs> yes, Tara's uh, got something. Tara's got feelings. Tara's okay, got something so to say I about this. Major feelings on this. Okay, I don't want to give them all away now. I think we're gonna do this episode. I want to do an me. episode. I've said this. Um, so I don't. Um, Justine, I apologize. We're not responding to this immediately, but we will. Yes. Jen and I are Harry Potter fans. Huge Harry Potter. Um, Tara has a Harry Potter podcast. I can recommend to you if you would like to listen. <laughs> Go listen to Basic yes, Bitches. Uh, yes, please recommend your podcast. Yes. So um, if you haven't found it yet, Basic Snitches, we're reading chapter by chapter. Um, I don't think you're going to be offended by the language because we might use yeah, it. Yeah. You listen to us, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. Mature dick jokes and stuff too, but I. We I, make dick jokes fine. too. Adam, he's, you know. It's fine. Whatever. But um, yeah, check out Basic Snitches. We're everywhere. Um, it's fun. And it is fun. It's a very this. fun we podcast. I love hearing people's feedback. And it looks like you are an awesome person that actually wants to interact with hosts uh, of podcasts. So we will interact with you. If people interact with us, we will do it back. So please listen. Um, and I promise you at some point we will get a chance to go in uh, a little deeper with, with yeah. these houses, um, kind of maybe do a little bit of a comparison. AJ is not a Harry Potter fan, but she's not like, she's seen the movies though, right? I'm yeah. not anti Harry. Yeah. Potter. She's not anti Potter. She's not anti. She hasn't read the books in the dark. She's just not read the books. So we will right. definitely come back to this and it's going to happen. And I am so fucking stoked. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Because I too have strong feelings on the houses and that sort of thing. So yeah. So I'm so glad that you sent us this message because it was a thing that I I mentioned a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I feel bad because like I'm a super nerd fan and Jen's a super fan and AJ's like a it's cool, whatever. I say I'm about a lot of things. That's basically it. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about several things too. So it's fine. But, um, yes, it's coming. No promises about when, about when, but it's coming. So, yeah. Yes. Listen to Absolutely. basic snitches. Yes. Basic snitches. Basic snitches. Yeah. Yes. It's so great. Seriously, guys. If you're a Harry Potter fan. Tomorrow I'm releasing the 98th or 99th episode of Basic Snitches. Oh my God. (laughs) Nerd. That's me. Caitlin Holm. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody just uh, lit a firework that was so loud. Car alarms are now going off and the dogs are now. This is why things are on fire. (laughs) Yep. Yes, I know. Exactly. Sorry, you want to come up here? She's like, no, I want to hide. I want to hide. Aww. I want to hide where I can. Maybe. Yeah, it's really sad. Um. So yeah, do we have any other comments? Oh, um. Everybody was excited to see Tara back. Yay, Tara! On Twitter. Yay, hi. Um. I I said this in the uh briefing room but i want to say this here too i want to say thank you for giving me the flexibility to do theater things um and i'm excited because there will be more theater things in the future i hope i mean 
whatever, but it's, it was really nice to get back into it. Um, had a great opportunity to work on a world premiere musical project and then also have a board meeting in person with the board of the theater where I'm a member of the board of trustees and I am, um, we're planning a season, like we're talking about a season and in-person theater. It's very exciting. It's very overwhelming. Yeah. You realize that, um, we were definitely doing way too much before this pandemic. So <laughs> this is kind of a, I don't know, just a wake up call for where we need to be and how we need to take care of ourselves as, as volunteers. Um, so it was a good thing though. And, um, even though it didn't actually conflict at all with, with recording, I did have the wonderful opportunity of cameoing as the old person in the youth musical at the theater that is being uh, released on Friday. It will be streaming for a whole month um, through Broadview Heights Spotlights. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll probably see me post about it. Or if you follow us uh, on Instagram, the Broadview Heights Spotlights or Facebook, um, it's a little theater in Broadview Heights, Ohio. Lovely group of people, but the children are maybe not real. They're so fucking good. It's disgusting. Oh man. <laughs> they're, I mean, I'm not kidding you, you guys. They are incredible. And awesome. it is an honor to have been given the opportunity to do a little bit of scene work um, with them. Um, the show is called A Killer Party. It's a murder mystery musical. It's ridiculous and stupid and funny as hell. And um, yeah, if you want to check it out, please do reach out to me or whatever on Insta uh, or Facebook or whatever. And it's about uh, a detective. I play the old version of the detective who has her first major case. And for the record, she's not a very good detective, but that's okay. She gets better. <laughs> Maybe if she had a husband that was good at computer stuff. Right. I'm pretty sure that this detective is just uh, a single cat lady because, well, mm. she's basically me, but you know, it's okay, but it's fun. <laughs> basically <laughs> me. <laughs> support, support nonprofit theater, especially nonprofit theater that gives uh, opportunities to freakishly, incredibly talented children. Trust me on this. So that is it. All right. Have that spiel. I appreciate it. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Um, so the other thing that we haven't really talked about, we talked about it a little, but uh, Friday is our anniversary. Yeah. And um, we talked about doing an Instagram live. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to talk about that a little bit more and decide exactly what time. Yep. What time to do that. Um you know, we, we don't want it to be too late because you guys, you know, everybody mm -hmm. else on the East Coast and we've got some people in Europe. Right. I don't know if they can join us, but uh, yeah, if we make it too late, then I feel like, you know, it's too late for people. But um, obviously don't want to make it too early because you guys work. Right. So. Yes. You guys work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't. We know. Um, it's, neener, temporary. Neener. <laughs> it's temporary. I'm, I'm going to work yeah. again very soon but um <laughs> and she's real pleased about it as you can <laughs> you, you never know i might shit again so um but anyway that's gonna happen on the 18th friday the 18th yep 
Which is technically um, af- uh, before this episode will air. True. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah. All this gets cut out. <laughs> <laughs> but we still have to figure it out. Yeah, so, we do have to yeah, figure it out. We do have to figure so, it out. So um, what I should say, I guess, is uh, thank you for joining us for our Instagram live that we did on Friday. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you're the best you're doing it right oh, I mean right. <laughs> you know it was um, fun <laughs> it was we had it we had a blast so fun. we hope that you guys had a blast it will be it, fun. Yeah. it'll be fun I'm excited yeah so um so anyway I guess that's it yeah Unless you guys have anything else to say. No, I talked a lot. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I feel like I talked a lot when you... You've been gone for two weeks, so you you had a lot to say. I'll still, I'll be here the next, you know, forever until something else happens, (laughs) theater-wise. So, um, next week, the 22nd is going to be the Harry Potter episode. Um, In the meantime, if you want to contact us, you can reach us on social media anywhere your social media stuff is at yep. we're <laughs> on the podcast and death we're on the big ones uh just search for podcast and death uh you can send us an email at show at podcast and or you can go to our website podcast and death.com and there's a form you can fill out um or you could call the number call the number uh, and the number is 205-476-2753. And yep. if we haven't already said it on this episode, because I wasn't here the first part of it, um, you could be a patron. Oh, yeah. Go to Patreon and be a patron of ours. It only costs you $4 a month, and I think that's a bargain. Mm-hmm. And you'll get an extra episode that we call The Briefing Room. Every one of these days, we'll get some merch in there. We'll get some merch in there, and I don't know, maybe some video. Who knows? Who knows? We'll get there. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so that's it for this episode of Podcast in Death. Thank you for joining us. And for Podcast in Death, this is AJ. This is Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you. Oh, <laughs>